Hey guys, welcome to Is What It Is, a podcast where the life and times of Isabella, aka myself, shape my opinions, advice, storytelling, and decision making. Nothing's off limits, so let's get into it. Hey guys. Hey. Huh? How are you? Good. You sound so great already. I'm here with Larry and Barry of Asheville in London. Just kidding. Um, this is Sarah and Beatrice, also known as now Duke, pretty much, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah, it's Duke. It's, it's Duke. Duke. Just Duke. Which I hate Duke, the college, but that's, I oh, like you. Oh, the unrelated. Absolutely unrelated. Unrelated. I also hate Duke. Yeah. The one sitting next to me. Oh, right. True. Cool. So now that we've covered that, <laughs> that's out of the way. Um, I am with these two because I was like jotting all these notes down today. Also, this is is what it is. The podcast. Welcome up. Welcome in. Welcome, <laughs> Welcome up. Giddy up. Saddle up. That all that. Um, yeehaw. Exactly. Um, I was like jotting all these notes down earlier, trying to understand. Uh, femininity, masculinity, gender roles, and um, just I don't how women are portrayed in on social media, kind of, and that whole thing. And I was just jotting a lot of notes down, and then I was talking to my friends here, and we were beginning. I knew they would be great people to talk to, but we were beginning to have a discussion on it, and I'm like, just shut the fuck up, <laughs> essentially. So I was like, it's more important that we have this conversation in real time um, on the podcast. And I don't know you guys super well. I don't know you really at all. I just met you today. It's okay. We're friends. We're friends. We're (laughs) old friends. Sarah, I feel like I know you well enough to feel like, yeah, that you would be a good person to discuss this with and like get your opinion on. So you guys are both... 20 mm-hmm. and you're pretty like new age vibes to me this is some gen z, gen z. shit for sure gen yeah. z so duke is non-binary which is that fine to say yeah absolutely okay if not i can edit it out but she said yes so fingers crossed um and sarah has a bunch of hand-drawn tattoos so you know she knows she has an opinion about feminism that's for fucking sure um, and they have five nose rings between the two of them, if that tells you anything. <laughs> so anyway, the, I guess, thank you guys for being on the show. Yeah, Thanks for, for having us. For flying all the way to New York City, being in this studio. Live studio audience. Yes. Shh, everybody. <laughs> um, so yeah, I guess I was just thinking about... And this is what I was beginning to talk to you guys, just like jump full force in was this idea of, like, social media, Instagram has, like, super taken off. And I've talked about this before on the podcast, but, like, women, girls, whatever, it's, like, been so, like, sexualized, I feel like. Like, so many girls, like, just posting, like, hot photos. And I guess the question I keep coming back to, and my answer on this has changed, but, like, do people like Kim Kardashian or, for the listeners, Emily Radzikowski, who's another, like, model-esque. I don't know if you know her. But anyway, people that post really hot photos, are they propelling the women's movement by reclaiming the women's body? Or are they continuing to objectify women and setting unrealistic expectations of what is hot for women or what is beautiful and what men should think is perceived as pretty? That's a big question. I understand. But any thoughts just off the bat? I think it's really important for a young girl to be able to confidently speak on her body in a beautiful in a beautiful way, in a way that, that she can say, this is what I look like, and this is how I feel about it, and I'm happy. And, and it, that doesn't require... A male gaze, and I think it's between, say, um, 
male objectification and female self-objectification, I would have a preference of female self-objectification because you're taking it into your own hands. Right. I would agree. And I was talking to you earlier, Sarah, and you were saying something along the lines of, like, can you objectify yourself? So what are your thoughts? Well, I don't really feel like women can objectify their own bodies because, like, that that, it, that just... It does happen to just be the way they look, even if they are the quote-unquote ideal beauty standard. Right. They can't necessarily help it. They have to live, yeah, like in their own skin. So I feel like when people like Kim K post pictures of themselves, yeah, I'm calling her Kim K. Yeah. Hashtag Kim K. First letter of the last name, basis. <laughs> right. Um, like when she does post a photo like that. You know, I think it's perfectly fine for her to be like, yeah, I'm hot. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, which I think is a completely fair take and has been my thought process and why I'm like, why do all you guys hate on them so much? But now I think with some more thought, which on this podcast, the whole point is that we disagree. So like, please be completely open with your thoughts and theories, but it's like, it's almost this thing of like, is that naturally how she is? A. And then B, like, yeah, you're really hot, but is it using your platform? Like, are you then pushing it on to people of like, this is what's hot? And the reason I feel like that is true is because of like these surgeries or the way people are starting to look. I'm like, that started somewhere. Like, Big boobs, like big tits and ass, weren't always the ideal beauty standard. And I don't know. But I'm, at the same time, like, is that she gets to say this is me and who I am? I don't know. I think women who, or anyone who gets, like, any kind of work done or, like, plastic surgery to make themselves look, look a certain way just comes from society's idea right of what they should look like so they're like love it get down down. sorry (laughs) to bother interrupt you i mean um it's just what like society is like right this is what we want so they're like okay well and you don't know this about me but i think it's an interesting concept is that so i got a, a boob job uh 27 years ago now and I've always I'm gonna pick her up I've always been under the theory of like as a woman or as any as a human if I want to get something done to my body which it kind of brings back this whole question of like if I want to get something done to my body that's my choice to do so and it's something I want to done and how I always felt I should be and I think I have a more healthy relationship with it than some people, but as the more I was thinking about it today, I'm like, but would I have done that? And I still am glad I did it, but would I have done that if that wasn't the beauty standard? And then what does that say? It's like a whole... There are two things that I think I, I, I want to comment on. So one, I have a question for you. If it's too yeah. personal, don't answer. No, nothing's too personal. That's uh, the good thing. Bigger or smaller? Bigger. Okay. Yes. Do people get boobs? I mean, I guess I get... It would be a breast reduction. Right. Yeah. I wouldn't be calling it a boob job if it was going smaller. (laughs) No, these... I was ready to park these puppies up. But go ahead. Um, So I was going to say something along the lines of plastic surgery in that same way. I don't know if that's considered plastic surgery. Yeah. It is? Okay. For sure. Um, Because I, although I'm non-binary, have been wanting to have top surgery and take everything out. Oh, interesting. But keep my body, like not go on testosterone, not do any changes hormonally, um, just get rid of my tits. Sure. And, but I, but I like that I'm kind of slim thick and that I have this thing going on. That way I can still sort of match that criteria while also. What criteria are you referring to? The slim thick. Okay. Gotcha. Look. Right. Um. But then I also wanted to comment on slim thickness and, like, ass and tits, that whole thing, and why that's a big deal, and how that came from, 
like black culture and how I think Kim K is a representation of not necessarily cultural appropriation directly, but that she's speaking to a white audience going, Mm -hmm. look at this thing that I, a white woman, can do. I can change my body to match these criteria and and make something fashionable that wasn't fashionable before right which is the whole problem i think the whole conversation and appropriation is something i've thought a lot about and i'm like i definitely want to have that conversation and a part of me is like i want to have that conversation with someone of color so it doesn't seem like i'm talking out of my ass but (laughs) either way this whole podcast is me talking out of my ass so fuck (laughs) it um but yeah, I mean, totally. I think there was this beauty standard, you know, in the 50s or 60s or 70s up until current age that was like housewives and women that are like mm-hmm. smaller chested and smaller butts. And because my mom even told me, she was like, That's big funny. butts was never a mm-hmm. part of the beauty standard. But for, I think, black women specifically or even the Latino community, it's like, we done been having asses and like lips and like curves and we've been beautiful in these ways. Which is an issue that they have dealt with in beauty standards in America. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then, and I get that. And I guess my other question with that is like the whole, I guess this is maybe could be controversial, but the whole thing issue with I personally have with uh cultural appropriation is like it seems like a really slippery slope like uh if you straighten your hair as a person of color then are you culturally appropriating someone that has straight hair I don't and I don't know the answer to that those are just the questions I have or like if you wear heels is someone culturally appropriating me as a tall person, like, I get really, like, where does it end, or, like, and then in what ways, and I think I know the answer to this, which is, like, the answer I always come back to with cultures is they're, like, we don't necessarily mind if you do it, just, like, give credit where credit's due, and acknowledge that, like, this was beautiful, we made it beautiful, and now you were continuing that. Mm Mm-hmm. But tell me, if anything, if you think I'm wrong in that thought or your thoughts on cultural appropriation. Um, with I, I think with, with... You're so much better at explaining this. I think... <laughs> well, I, don't, I disagree with that also. I want to know what I'm you have to really say. I'm not really articulate. Actually. Just, you know. You go first. <laughs> okay. Well, I think that um, with straightening your hair, that's a... The, and and heels and that sort of thing. Well, uh, heels are a bit different. Um, mm-hmm. But straightening your hair—that's that's a that's a. You have the oppressors and the oppressed, and if if you're being forced to straighten your hair in order to fit within certain um, cultural ideals of beauty, and that's why you have to straighten your hair. You can't wear your natural hair at work. That wouldn't be cultural appropriation because that would be more of a of a microaggression against okay. you for I not think having right hair. so it's almost like the question of like can the oppressed oppress which it seems like no like can the oppressed really be flipping it and it's like no if they're what they're doing is trying to take the measures that we've put on them which is what we come back to with femininity it's like you have to own that you have to own what yeah. what we've identified as femininity anything beyond or within you claim as your own and mm-hmm. you and you say it's femininity and you wear it with pride and and i think that's where the kim k thing is positive right she is going this is me and i do this and i'm feminine and i'm happy and i'm yeah but I'm, it's almost like i think her idea of femininity fits exactly into what we've historically said is feminine so it's like, yes, you are putting yourself out there. I mean, the only way I guess she's going against the grain is like being more open sexually, which hasn't mm-hmm. always been seen as like a ladylike trait. But I still feel like the way she's coming across is like sexualization of herself. This is pretty makeup, hair, nails, tan, 
hotness, da da da, which is in line with how we've asked women to act. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, are you really doing that much? I think it's a little. I don't know. I feel like the line gets a little fuzzy because I know that such I've, a fuzzy line. <laughs> I've definitely like posted something with the intent of wanting someone to see it. Yeah. Of, like maybe. Duh. Like, of course. So good right now. It looks so. Right. Hot. But um, I. Is that me? Yeah. Objectifying myself. I think. Well, okay. Not to get too meta here, but we are living in like the twenty first century. I think we're all. If this, if we're calling it self self objectification, then we're all self objectifying yeah. by posting pictures and showing people our lives and right. oh look how beautiful everything I'm doing is or, or even is look just, how terrible. Is it just objectification when it's unwanted? Hmm. Because like those like okay say something I post I posted something on my Instagram story and this person saw it and they were like, damn girl you are big as hell. <laughs> like I since I fancy them I'd be like. Are you saying fancy them because you lived in London? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you are London. London Tipton, bitches. (laughs) Yeah, I think that's a good point. It makes me think um, the other day I posted a photo to my Instagram story and I was like, I had just gotten back from a run. So I'm in sports bra and a t shirt and I just took like this ridiculous like selfie and was like, honestly, I'm ready for people to slide into my DMs. (laughs) Like, no, really. Like, that's how bored I got in quarantine. And, you know, people responded, but it was mostly, like, friends and people I knew yeah. that were, like, yeah, I'll slide in, and you're, like, haha, good to talk to you, whatever. But it reminds me of, well, two people, two instances. One was someone I didn't follow saying, I'll slide in if I can s- slide in between your tits or something, and I was, yeah. like the fuck are you talking about and and that yeah and it wasn't unwanted it was yeah. yeah but it and then the other person is someone that's married with a baby on the way oh, oh no <laughs> who like yeah what a yeah i should have the name drop the name. i know it's one of those things where like maybe i think that he's not all the way right with how he communicates with me sometimes i'm like mm-hmm. really but then again, I really don't know him well enough to expose him. Anyway, not the point. But he was like, well, it sounds like you are asking for something. And I was like, what does that mean? And he was like, "You're well, with your thong showing like that. And I was like, Whoa. yeah. And I didn't even realize it in the photo, like, just barely... Okay, see, even though you posted something that was like, yeah. my DMs, that's still, like, you don't know him. No, this is someone I do know. Okay. But still, it wasn't... This is the person married with the baby on the way. It's still someone I know, but, like... No, but even then. The comment was so... Yeah. But this this is, like, the the asking for it thing. You're doing what you're doing because you want to be doing it. And for someone to project ideas onto you that that's against your will like right that's them objectifying you and I think it was such like a weird thing because when I posted it like anytime I post anything I don't give it a thought like I don't take multiple pictures trying to like I'm just like yep I put it online (laughs) and on one hand I was like why like don't say that's not the point like Mm -hmm. the fact that you caught a glimpse. It was also like a weird like black and white photo. I'm like, how did you even see that? Like minute detail. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know. And I guess it does come back to that thought of like asking for it because I literally was asking for it when saying, not asking for that specifically, but I mean, someone can make the argument that I was like, slide into my DMs, but. But slide into your DMs doesn't mean sexualizing. Yeah. Right. Right. No, and I think that's where the problem... Because any other person... Yeah, you're exactly right. Because everyone else was just like, LOL. Mm -hmm. Or like, hey, how are you? Like, making fun of me, pretty much. Or just saying what's up. Like, no one made this comment. But even... And it's weird, too. Like, someone could have said, you look great, and I wouldn't have said that. Because they're not, like... Talking about right. any part of your body you don't want them to. Right. 
But I guess that's what brings me back to the question of like, do some women, the way they post, and I think this is the Kim Kardashian question, like, is, is she telling people, no, I do want you to ask about that? And maybe not her specifically, but the voice she's given to women to say like, oh, it's okay for you to talk to me like that. It's created, I think, in some ways, conversations where women are like, no, I do, I understand that now my body gets to attract a certain kind of attention and therefore that makes me valuable in a certain Mm -hmm. way. I'm going off on my own tangent and thought process here. So feel free to disagree, but like, therefore I do kind of want you to recognize that I look really good and make me feel sexual in some way. And like, are guys fully responsible for the differentiation of when that's wanted and not wanted? Do you get the question? Yeah. I'm just thinking. I think kind of yes, because the two people that said it were just, have always been, well, the one guy, I have no idea who he is, but that was just weird. And then the other guy was like, you've always been weird with me like this. Mm -hmm. And everyone else was normal. So can we rephrase the question? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like for women that post sexy photos online, our men completely love it. Stop. I'm not editing that out. Are men completely responsible for giving women or giving women what some, what some women want or trying to understand like, oh, some women do want this kind of attention. Some women don't. Some women are just like... Because it's, I think it's for men, this is my interpretation or thought, like a girl with her shirt off is asking for, is she asking for some kind, not asking for it, but asking for some kind of comment or some kind of conversation or something around that. Does that make any sense? No. Crickets. I think that <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't not make sense, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I think that that is uh, asking for a really black and white answer. Right. And I think that there just isn't. It's not. And um, I feel like unless a woman is explicitly like, like, like she she says like, I want this right kind of response. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah. Then. Regardless of what her intentions are, like if she is looking for a certain kind of comment or if she is just looking for people to say, hey, you look really nice. If you don't, I mean, even if you do know that person, you shouldn't, you shouldn't comment on their body. Go right in there. I agree. Yeah. That. You shouldn't just slide right in the DMs with, hey, you have nice Yeah. Tits. But that's the whole thing. That's you like, should maybe go in there first and be like... Hey, you look really good. Right. In that photo. And And I don't think anyone wants to ever hear you have nice tits. Right. No. Like, unless... Not unsolicited. No. Anyways. Right. Exactly. (laughs) Like, there's no time and a place for that. But you'll know the time and the place. Yeah. And I think to your point, too, which is like, it is definitely not a black and white answer. And I've feel this way with any of these questions it's like it is everything is such a gray area and I think the point of these conversations is really ask the questions and not necessarily have the answers right so definitely don't feel like you need to have the answer I think it's like I have a question then it makes you think of a question and then we're Larry and Barry question cycle (laughs) but I do think that you're I think you're right I think that you know that's just not something that you'd you'd comment on even yeah. if you're saying slide into my DMs, yeah. the way you'd slide isn't by be funny. Yeah, exactly. Be cute, be original, be cool, mm-hmm. be anything. I think about this, okay, so I've, but a douchebag. I have never ever understood why men think sending unsolicited dick pics is attractive. Right. Like that picture is I not never get un- Everyone's always talking about getting unsolicited dick pics. I never get unsolicited okay. dick pics. I don't either. That's I don't either. I know. I know, I'm like, what? They're not cute. Oh, I never I get not worth it. Dick pics. Pics. <laughs> oh my god. Never happens to me. I know. I'm like, 
What's wrong with me? Why can't I get a dick pic? Um, the other thing I was going to touch on with the beauty standards thing, too, is I was in this class one time that was talking about media and, yeah, she's all excited right now talking about dick pics. Um, <laughs> but we are talking about the research that's been done that shows, like, women's bodies don't look a certain way, but then they're put on a magazine where they're photoshopped, mm -hmm. and then because women's bodies aren't made to look like that, women then go have surgery, and it's like the picture has happened before the beauty standard, is actually before anyone actually oh, wow. looks like mm -hmm. that, which I thought was such an interesting mm -hmm. thing, where like we're creating like an alien thing that's like you need to look like this, and then everyone goes and rushes out to look like that, and it was never there to begin with. Mm -hmm. Which is weird. And someone talk while I grab her. That's, I, wow. This whole, like, quarantining, staying inside, and being on social media is really interesting. Because then you could do your own editing. You don't have to go out and, like, change your body to fit a standard. You can stay inside and edit it. Uh, as if you were to fit that standard physically. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, it was just such a weird thing to think about. Like, these pictures are getting edited that don't that body doesn't exist and then therefore because that picture is there now the body exists which is weird and I think editing pictures I'm really not here for that at all which is another thing well to what extent because like what about like a filter no a filter is fine okay a little bit of green a little bit saturation. of saturation yeah I guess <laughs> like maybe like the chain like literally the filters that are there yeah, but not like... Yeah, but I get... Distortion. Yeah, and I still... Maybe I'm going to sound judgmental, but I'm like... I think it's so fucked for you to put any picture of yourself up that is in any way not you. Like, flex if you need to, or wear a push-up bra. But maybe is that the same thing as, like, in a certain way? I think so. I think those are those are less drastic right. changes. Right. I mean, why do you think push-up bras exist? Right. To change your body. Damn it. Yeah. When I was in, like, fourth grade, I don't actually know why I started doing this. Mm. I just did. I started um, sucking in my stomach. Yeah. Like, when I would walk around school. I would just keep it like that all day, constantly. Tense. And I don't know why I Well, you, we do know started. why, I think. But I never, like... I don't think I ever thought... I was, like, fat or anything. Like, I don't think I ever looked at myself and was really, like, you're gross. Do you know what I you're did fat. today? What? I put on a push-up bra and sucked in my stomach in the mirror. And I was like, this is... Because I haven't, like, worn a bra. Yeah, bra this is coming from the girl that doesn't want boobs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I was like, this is so interesting. Sorry, not the girl. The person. <laughs> it's okay. Ah! It's okay. <laughs> um, I was like, this is so... It, I don't know. It felt like becoming an older version of myself. Like it was like I looked. I was looking into the mirror at me four years ago or something. Oh, really? Like an older version of your, like oh, not older, like a past version like of yourself. Past, past younger, yeah, 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 a younger, younger version. version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was confusing. Sorry. <laughs> Come on, Larry. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, totally. And I think that's what I'm trying to wrap my head around now, like that I have some age and experience. And I was reading just so much today about uh, just what we have deemed as feminine, because I was also watching this TikTok that was like, I like men and women's things are so fucked because today I went and got laser hair removal on my big toe. Meanwhile, we got Humpty Dumpty over here who's just, like, doing his thing, and that's fine. And it just made me think, like, yeah, I also shave my toes, big toes. I, I have done that. My big toes. Yeah, and yeah. under my belly button. And oh, my God, me too. Right. And I was just no. like, hey, hmm. And it's, like, something I'm still not at a point where I'm going to stop doing, though, either. So that just says where my psyche is. Because... It's not like the cost benefit doesn't, it doesn't outweigh. Like I still want to be feminine enough for those things to matter to me. And I'm, 
And you have to be, you know. And I'm man enough to admit that. <laughs> <laughs> and your femininity relies on shaving your toes? A bit in certain ways, yeah. Because I don't want to have hairy toes and flip-flops. Yeah, I mean, I know that sounds, I guess, like childish. I don't really childish. Care if I, like, fall or like fall in this like stand with this because I also shave my legs and like my big toe and under my belly button and stuff but then like sometimes for months I just let everything grow out and yeah. I don't feel like any kind of way like I still I like myself right I do occasionally forget about it which I've talked before on the podcast too about my coworker giving me a hard time because my leg hair had gotten pretty long yeah, but she's like a good friend of mine. It was just, we were joking. She's not at all trying to like yeah. come across, but I think that's how ingrained it is. And like, oh, I'm just being weird. It wasn't even like, oh, you're like that thought process. The conversations we're having now haven't even crossed the minds of a lot of people. Oh, yeah, that's interesting. You kind of have to, if you want to bring someone in, not only do you have to recognize where they're at with their femininity yeah. and go, yeah, okay, that's solid. That's who you are. That's where you're at. That's awesome. And then to, like, reach a hand out and go, and here's my thoughts. Right. What if you didn't shave your big toe? Right. <laughs> I mean, I know it sounds crazy. <laughs> I know. Exactly. <laughs> and, it, yeah, the whole thing is so crazy because I knew, like, I wasn't offended at all by her giving me a hard time, had it been someone else, maybe. But it was like, I know in her world and a lot of people's worlds, these conversations aren't happening. And it's so ingrained that, like, women shave their legs, period. Mm -hmm. That's, don't be gross. Don't be, you did what? Yeah, I mean, it's just, that is what it is. Um, Okay, I have an interesting... No, please. I'm hear your opinions. <clears throat> so, whenever I start seeing someone new, mm-hmm. I always shave my legs and like yeah, my toes and you know everything else that you shave. Yeah. Um, regardless. Your cater. Uh, <laughs> actually, <laughs> no, I hate that. Okay. I because it's so itchy. It's itchy with the hair, or without the oh, hair. I mean, no. right? Yeah. I give it a haircut. Yeah, that's fair. But so whenever I start seeing someone new, I I shave, regardless of whether or not they would want me to, or like if they wouldn't care. Because it's not like I ask them like, hey, do you prefer right. shaved legs? Because I'll shave them for you. It's not like that. I just always do. Right. And I don't know if that's because I want to feel a certain way, or if because. I think that's what they want, or if it makes me feel. Or if it's so culturally and because like my ex boyfriend, he didn't care. Yeah. And I know he didn't care. Yeah. But I still. If he had asked you to shave, like say you you didn't you let it go, you let the toes get all gnarly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he said, "Hey, Uh, that would make me question if I wanted to be with them." Your toes again. If I didn't want to then I wouldn't mm-hmm. and I'd be like you just have to deal with it mm-hmm. right. but like shaving for me is something like it's not that big of a deal so if they were like I don't know maybe it depends on how they phrase it because if, if they were like really nice and like hey I kind of really like it when your legs yeah. are really soft and I'd be like okay I'll shave if I Which do is a good point well, to no, be like, I'd be like, okay, then you shave them, bitch. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fine. But like, I get what you're I, saying, if though. If I didn't want to, I wouldn't do it. Yeah, no, no. But you're also trying to be sensitive to like, oh, I don't care that much, and if it's something you care about, then what's it yeah. to me? But that's yeah. just me personally on shaving. I think if you don't shave and someone asks you to shave because it's their preference, then you don't have to. Do whatever you want, obviously. Right. Break up with them. Yeah. <laughs> like, if you don't shave and they're like, okay, well, that's gross. You're gross. Okay, fuck you. Yeah, if you can't value my awesome this personality and all the other things that make me me, then it is something to think about. And that's just like a thought I'm coming to now in my life and not something I always thought. The other thing, speaking of thoughts, I was thinking, 
is like tomorrow is my first day out of quarantine. Toot toot. And I know that tomorrow I'm going to wake up, get in the shower, shave every orifice of my body. Like arms? arms? No, sorry. I don't know why I said orifice. (laughs) Like I'm going to shave my legs. I'm going to shave my big toe. I'm going to shave under my belly button. I'm going to shave my armpits. And I'm going to trim up that dare landing strip. (laughs) Okay. And then I do shapes. Just the strip, straight. Okay. Um, then I'm going to blow dry my hair, curl my hair, put on makeup, put on perfume, wear a dress, and that is going to lead me into the day of feeling like my best self. Mm-hmm. Which is like, maybe back to the original question, like, is that... Genuine, my choice. Is that your best self? Is that my best self? And to me, it feels like, yeah, this is how I feel the best. And is that my own choice? Or is that a societal construct that has made me to believe? This is the question. Well, this is the question. Here's a whole, I feel the same way. Yeah. Here's a whole idea. So we are speaking English right now. We're speaking American English, um, which was a Turn language up. developed by men. Mm -hmm. It's a language written by men. The language comes from a language written by men. What we know is man's words for men to describe what it's like to be a man. Mm -hmm. Had we been given a language that was maybe written by women or by this is way too Gen Z. What the fuck? (laughs) No, I'm kidding. Would we be able to describe our thoughts and feelings and what do you think that would be? React. I have no idea. This is that's beyond. That's too meta. But like. Like a lot of weed being smoked right? over here, <laughs> but no, but seriously, like if you were given a language that was meant for you, that you could perfectly describe everything you were feeling and thinking, how different life would be, how you would be the most natural version of yourself. Yeah, which is impossible for right. each person, but right. yeah, right. and it, I guess it brings the question too, like if men, if men did make language. And then there would be another variation that was women. Does that further, though, separate saying that there is right. male and female differences? Or is gender not a real thing? I don't think gender is a real thing. I Here's a really... We're going to get onto a very... This is... Oh. So this is a very complicated topic that's of course. often up for discussion in my life because most of my circles are queer. Okay. I don't think gender exists. Okay. I don't think it's a real thing. I think we created it. Um, and then there are lots of people who believe that gender does exist, and there are many, 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 many kinds of genders, and maybe those are two, you know, some people would say those are two, like, opposite ends on a, on a spectrum, and maybe I think they're more like the exact same thing. They're yeah. They're kind of the same end. Yeah. There are so many that there's none. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do know exactly what you mean. Um, and so I'm not saying directly that anyone who thinks that is wrong, because I, I would, you know, I don't think that that's wrong, but I, I do think that gender doesn't exist and there are not inherent differences and mm-hmm. that we've given that. Yeah. We've created false definitions. Right. So, like, if society had developed where like gender wasn't a thing we were all just growing up how we're growing up then with things like shaving your legs that wouldn't that would just be a thing on its own it wouldn't be like a femininity thing it would just be like a do you like to shave your legs would people with penises as two-year-olds continue to pick up a truck instead of a barbie because some ways i feel like yes but it seems like you would argue I, no. I, I don't think so at all. I think that you... Yeah. I mean... Well, I would like hope that certain, if we've moved... Certain parents buy certain things. Yeah. Based on the sex of their child. Of course. Most everyone so does. So then maybe yeah. it's a learned Yeah. Thing. Those I are the definitely toys you have, think, so these are the toys you play with. Right. I definitely think that is true. But I also think that at times, like at school and stuff, when I had all kinds of toys, I still, no one was really saying you better go play with girls or you better go play with dolls or whatever. I just ended up going more in that direction. 
But that could just they, be a thing that... Yeah, it could be. I think that that... So, I know very little, but some, about child development. And I think that a lot of the mm, tiny behaviors that you see children do are... are huge reflections of their environment because all they do I mean the way the brain makes connections is by making they make more connections by watching by watching and they and they and their brain becomes uh eh, too big but yeah, See, but yeah so they're constantly picking up they can pick up on tiny little details mm-hmm. and so it's so easy if um your mom only hangs out with women other than your father you're gonna think, okay, because I am a, a girl, like my mom, my mom is a girl, yeah. then I should only hang out with girls, right. because that's what my mom does, and so on. So it's, a, it's, and it's the same thing with race. A baby can actually um, differentiate between races, I can't remember how young, but within like nine months of birth, they can wow. differentiate between races. Um, and then past that time period, I don't know exactly when it is, but past that time period, it becomes more difficult for them to differentiate between races that they aren't around all the time. Mm. So if you're around white people all the time, then you will have a hard time differentiating black people or, you know, oh, whatever. Oh, I see. Um, right. And white people will look different to you. You'll be able to yeah. go, that's mom, that's dad, that's sure. some guy. And that makes woman. sense just from a neurological mm-hmm. standpoint. And I think to your point with child development too is – I don't think there's enough emphasis put on how much children want to please and please their parents. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And therefore, if you're hanging out with women and you're hanging out with whatever race you are or whatever, inherently, I want to do those things because I want mom's touch and I want to get fed and I want to get loved and I want my basic needs met. Mm-hmm. So, and then too, sorry, I brought this book out I'm reading right now. And it was talking about gender, and I just was reading this today, and I put true, question mark, question mark, because I really wasn't sure how I thought about it, and it's exactly what we're talking about right now. Wait, what book is it? It's called Untamed by Glennon something. Mm-hmm. Glennon Schmennon. Larry and Barry. <laughs> who knows? Um, and the conversation is really about this particular chapter is about how we're also not showing up for men. So not only are women oppressed, and it's not that men are necessarily... I mean, there's a certain kind of man that I think has more power and has delegated historically how things go, but that we are continuing to, say, oppress men in their own certain ways with not giving them the right to emotions, freedom of expression. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. So she was saying in here... the. Once she kind of got through the problems of the cages we're putting men in, the problem is that the parts of themselves that our boys have been banished from are not feminine traits. They're human traits. There is no such thing as feminine quality as a feminine quality because there is no such thing as masculinity or femininity. Femininity is just a set of human characteristics a culture pours into a bucket and slaps with the label feminine. Gender is not wild, it's prescribed. When we say girls are nurturing and boys are ambitious, girls are soft and boys are tough, girls are emotion, emotional and boys are stoic, we are not telling truths, we are sharing beliefs, beliefs that have become mandates. I would agree with that. Yeah, and that fucked me up a little bit. Also, her name's Glennon Doyle, it's right here on the book. <laughs> um, yeah, now that I'm thinking about it, so I still don't feel fully comfortable letting go of the idea that it's not some of nature. And maybe it's so, like, that biological aspect that I think could play a role, and I don't have the answer to that. But I think, to your point, it's probably more nurture than we ever want to give it feel comfortable as a society giving it credit for. Wait, so, wait between nurture versus nature, or what do you mean? I think nature, like, biologically, I think... I still am of the impression that there are certain ways boys and girls are different, but I think overarching and of the majority, it's nurture and how we have told women what's feminine and men what's masculine. But then, so here's a here's a point to you. Kicker. Um, so Chip this chip. whole game of 
should I start testosterone? Do I want to go on hormones? Um, and the differences between going on estrogen and going on testosterone. So my sister, she's trans. She's been on estrogen for over a year, I think. Mm -hmm. um, and now she, so she was very tense before, um, not very emotional, very, very... So she's a she dick. now. She mm -hmm. was a male. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, so she had like more masculine traits before? Yeah, stoic. Uh-huh. In, you know, STEM, very right. like, yeah. And now she's very emotional. She's on est estrogen and she's very emotional. She's crying all the time. She's got all these things and da da da, da yeah. which is, you know, a fun, that's fun. Right. A fun game to play with someone I've known for <laughs> like 19 years. It was so like, right. you know, hard ass. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, not that she's not a hard ass now because she is a hard ass, but in different ways. Right. Um, and how when I was going on testosterone, I'm like, or not when I was, but when I was thinking about going on testosterone, it's like, here are some side effects. I was watching YouTube videos. Here's what it's like for me and blah, blah, blah. And they say that within like the first shot you get you uh, of testosterone, you get this rush of like passion. And some people say it's anger and like these feelings of, of aggression. Interesting. Um, and that are that come with the hormone testosterone right i think that's such a good point you brought up because what we can't completely disregard estrogen and testosterone mm -hmm. like they have to be two I, aren't they two different chemicals that mm -hmm. would have two different outputs which i think is what you're saying which sounds like you're arguing against what your point was yeah i mean which like, i appreciate i'm which yeah, i like i'm trying I to love do that. both sides i'm like yeah you know cuz i don't think that's a difference of gender. I think that's a difference of sex. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, gender and sex are two different things. And if you think otherwise, just unsubscribe. <laughs> Pop off. Um, no, not really. I'm always it's open. It's hard not to, uh, like, associate those things. Absolutely. With of course. each sex. And that's why it might be hard to just completely separate gender. Mm -hmm. I, here's one other thing sorry sorry i was just gonna say i completely this whole conversation was not thinking i was combining the two so now my argument i think still stands but it makes more sense for me so i can agree that is i don't believe in gender but i do believe maybe somewhat in sex and that estrogen and testosterone okay. yeah i think that there are biological differences between right. a traditionally male body and a traditionally female body yeah um we got that wop yeah <laughs> right right <laughs> which i was gonna bring that up earlier when we were talking about kim k but yeah here we are um, <laughs> but uh Sorry, I lost my train of thought. I do think there are these chemical differences. But then again, I don't know much about science. And then I was thinking about, okay, what if there are... There's not... You're not given... Everybody gets the same right amount of estrogen in their body. When they're a, a vagina-having person, they're like, this is the amount of estrogen that you get. And it's equal to that of your mother and your best friend and all those things. I think it's... I think... This is coming from no <laughs> scientific background. Right. I'm spouting bullshit. Yeah, right. But I would imagine that it's different levels of the chemical. That's a good point. Yeah. I so, think you have to be right. Also coming from no scientific knowledge. <laughs> I agree with you. <laughs> but I think that then you can't say that a woman is this level of estrogen. Right. You know, because then it's like, well, what if I just happen to have... Lower levels. Lower levels of estrogen. Yeah. Agree. I don't know. I like that thought. I haven't thought about that. But yeah. I think at the end of the day, we're all different. And there's so many different chemicals. All my friends, if any of my friends listen to this, the word ranges is going to come up, which is something I've historically talked about when I get too high. But <laughs> um, we all, as people, have different ranges, not only chemically, but everything we've been through and all of our day-to-day -day circumstances. And all of those ranges act differently within each other so there's really i think there's just at the end of the day i think we can all agree on there's too many people trying to say it's black and white mm -hmm. or put you in like no this is the right way of thinking about it and it's like no it's just 
I mean, I'm not right at all in anything I've said necessarily. Right. I'm just trying to ask the question. This I is think, where I'm coming from. Right. And I think that's all we can ask for if people is like, be willing to question it mm-hmm. and come to the table. Um, I'm ready to shut up at this point because <laughs> I have just thought about so much and I'm going to have to sit on it for a while. Yeah. Is there anything y'all would like to add? I think that it's important that you that the conversation keeps happening yes. and that you you have it specifically when it's difficult. Mm-hmm. When you find the thing that you disagree on, when you I think that those arguments are important and to walk away <clears throat> shows um I mean there are some points where it's like okay, if you're really exhausted whatever that's right fine you know but like i think that it's important to try and meet somebody where they are wherever exactly they are and, and have those conversations. be respectful yes. mm-hmm. yeah and i think uh, probably where we're all coming from is that we want to continue to have the conversations and i think uh maybe there's a misconception that people that are in our mindset are not open to any other thought and i think there are people within our community that give that perception so I would just ask that we all continue like you said like meet people where they are nobody knows mm-hmm. we're figuring it out we got our ranges never get mad at someone no they're like behind where exactly you, I mean, at least where you think you are or where you are yeah just uh you know don't get mad and don't, don't be scared be to have the conversation both things can happen simultaneously <laughs> also to everyone but you there, are gonna get mad <laughs> it's okay if you have a hairy big toe it is yeah, okay if you have right. a hairy toe, maybe. Because I was always. But I can't wait to shave mine tomorrow. I hope no one so judges you, you on a hairy big toe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh wait, I'm I'm gonna high five you too because yeah. I remember being younger and be shaving my big toes. So. Oh my god. You know what? She's it's, so much cooler. She's so much more advanced than we are. Damn it. No, I, I'm not. I'm just. Uh, <laughs> true. 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 No, I appreciate you guys so much for being on. This was a very enlightening this conversation. So it was fun. This Thank was you guys awesome. for your honesty and everything else. Everyone, goodbye. Go shave your toes. Go kiss your mother. Go listen to someone's opinion you disagree with. And until then, we'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye. Yo, thanks for listening to Is What It Is. To know more, visit my website at isabellazow.com or my Instagram at whyisabellahaha. Music is by The Remarks out of Charlotte, North Carolina. You can expect new episodes whenever the fuck I get around to it, and I will catch you next time. Be you or be don't.